we're told it's time to seize the day because you only live once. But is that always the most responsible and adult thing to do? Here's how to enjoy your life now without sacrificing your future. Welcome to Adulting, the podcast where we want to adult every day. Download episodes at adulting.tv. Welcome to Adulting. I am Harlan Landis, and I'm here with Miranda Marquette, as usual. How are you, Miranda? Doing okay. How are you? I I am also doing okay. (laughs) Way to start things off positively. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. We're okay. (laughs) So we're talking today about YOLO, You Only Live Once. Drake has certainly popularized this movement, but it sure has been around for a long time. We've just known it by other names. Carpe Diem, for one. Seize the day. Seize the day. Tell us a little bit about um, what uh, millennials are thinking about YOLO. First of all, I thought it was interesting because YOLO seems to be going a little bit out of fashion amongst millennials, but my own son, who's in seventh grade, is saying YOLO all the time. So I don't know if it's getting ready for a resurgence or not. But uh, yeah, one of the things that was most interesting was the Boston Consulting Group. Uh, says that millennials are more interested than older generations in traveling abroad by a 23 percentage point margin. And then the United Nations estimates that 20% of all international tourists, and that's about 200 million people, are young people, and that they generate more than $180 billion in annual tourism revenue. And this is an an increase of about 30% between 2007 and 2014. So that's pretty big. And that kind of shows you that kind of the new thing to do, the new sexy is is international travel, getting out there and and doing things and living life. Okay, so there's two separate reports here. The first is the Boston Consulting Group, and then there's the United Nations. The Boston Consulting Group is saying that millennials are interested in travel. And the UN is saying that of those who are traveling... Fully one-fifth of them. Yeah, one-fifth are young people. It doesn't say that young Americans. It's just that throughout the Mm -hmm. world, there are young people traveling. Right. Is there anything here that says that people are putting responsibilities aside in order to travel or are those who are traveling, you know, in the position to do so and aren't necessarily YOLOing, they're (laughs) just, you know, it's just a part of life for them and not putting, you know, they're not putting aside their responsibilities. Well, I don't think that YOLO has to imply putting aside your responsibilities. He's saying, oh, you only live once. I mean, that doesn't have to say you're putting aside your responsibilities. I, I don't think. I don't think. I mean, I, I, that's the sort of uh, per, uh, pejorative meeting we give to it. But, uh, you know, and, and no, it, there isn't really a lot of information on whether or not they're putting aside their responsibilities. We do know that many millennials are putting off home ownership. They're putting off marriage. And these are things that we consider traditional life uh, milestones and things that adults do, but I don't know if that necessarily means that just because you're uh, putting these things off till later, you're not being a responsible adult. 
Okay. Um, well, I, I think the sense that we get from the general YOLO culture is is that people are putting aside and not thinking about the future when they should be. Right. And that there is that sort of feeling to it, the whole idea of, oh, well, I'm only going to live once, so I'm going to live it now, and then I'll worry about later, later. <clears throat> and there is that idea, and that is something you do have to, you have to watch out for, because there really are some very real advantages to having these experiences when you're young and to enjoying life a little bit and, and having that, you know, kind of party experience uh, while you're still young. There, there are some advantages to that. Yeah, well, I think the biggest thing is that uh, we do have to enjoy the limited time that we have on this planet. You you never know when something's going to come up and prevent you from doing something in the future. And if you do have the flexibility, it's it's great to do that. I just, you know, at the same time, you don't want to put aside the planning for the future that you have to do to ensure that you're not you know, you're not um, sacrificing your future. Oh, for sure. And I, I think one of the big things is uh, there's a kind of a subset of the YOLO community who's like, oh, I don't care. I'm going to rack up the debt and these experiences are worth more than any any money and I'm going to rack up debt and then I'm going to spend, you know, and then you spend the next 30 years paying off your your mid-20s travel debt, I guess. And that's that's probably not your best approach. And it's probably not your best approach to put off uh, saving for retirement or starting those those kinds of financial foundation things. You, you, want, you do want to be careful while you're out there yellowing to also be responsible about it. Yeah, but there's a lot of great reasons for, for doing this stuff now, even if you're not in the best financial situation. I, I mean, life is living. You, you shouldn't have to put off enjoyment of everything in favor of um, constant working or constant trying to earn money. I mean, that's a very important part of making sure that you can do what you need to do for the rest of your life, but you don't want to put aside all of the pleasure that you can get out of life in order to, in order to do that. Yeah, I think that makes a good point, especially since now is the time when you're younger, you have fewer health problems, you have fewer responsibilities to work in family. It's, it's much easier to uh, quit that job at Starbucks and travel than it is to quit a career you've, you know, no major life for the last 10 years. So I think that makes it makes a now a, a great time. And if you can kind of swing it and look for ways to swing it, I think it makes sense. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of the times um, it's uh, uh, YOLO is promoted by people who may not have the type of financial responsibilities that the middle class or the lower middle class might have. And so we see this in culture quite a bit. And the more we see it, the more we want to emulate it. And sometimes emulating those behaviors will be the thing that gets you into trouble because you're not in the same position that other people might be in, especially when we see programs on TV that promote this, you know, promote this type of culture. Yeah. And and it's not always just about travel, as we were talking about a little bit. It can be just about going out, having drinks with your friends, going out to movies all the time. Uh, buying a really cool car because YOLO, I want my really cool car before I have kids and have to get the minivan. So there's a lot of stuff that we think of traditionally as, I think, almost midlife crisis items that, 
<laughs> that are, are being turned around, right? So you work really hard, you do all this stuff, then you hit middle age and you're like, I, I've done all this hard work and I deserve to let loose a little and buy my, my sports car. But now it, it appears kind of with, with this YOLO trend that we're kind of turning it on its head where it's like, well, I'm going to do this now before I get bogged down by everything else. How can you enjoy life now while still balancing the responsibility part of things, especially if you're not just, you know, heir to a fortune and have a, you know, an immediate access to money all the time that you can use to fund all of your expensive YOLOing? I think the first thing is is sitting down and I mean, figuring out that balance. I mean, you, you've got to have that balance between, say, you know, planning for the future and enjoying life now. And the other thing, too, is looking at what would make your life enjoyable. I mean, do you I, I mean, I know somebody who doesn't really care to travel and doesn't want to go anywhere. And their idea of en- an enjoyable life is just being able to go home and uh, watch TV at night and pay for in a really expensive sporting cable package so that they can watch NFL Sunday ticket and get all the games. And to them, that's YOLO and that's life. And so I think the first part of it is figuring out what it means to you and not getting so caught up in what everybody else is doing. Does, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think, you know, travel is always a big part of things because we see that as a way, you know, to, to get outside of yourself and go explore and find yourself. Um, but it also doesn't have to be that expensive. You don't have to mortgage your future in order to travel. I mean, there are, there are ways you can save money and travel on a budget, uh, still enjoying life, um, and not having to go into debt in order to do it. Right. So, yeah. So I was just gonna say, what are some of those ways that you found that you can travel without spending a lot of money? The first place to save some money is on your on your lodging and your housing expenses. Uh, Young people, you're in a you're in a much better situation where you don't have high expectations for your facilities when you go and travel. You could probably stay at a youth hostel for for some time. You can probably. experience that at least once um you know whether you like it or not you can find out but uh but it does save quite a bit of money if you're traveling especially if you're going to europe or traveling overseas somewhere else yeah and i i stayed in a youth hostel when i was in austria and it was great um and i and i think too the sharing economy the sharing economy offers us a lot of opportunities to travel cheaply uh, whether you're looking at airbnb or whether you're looking at there are websites devoted to couch surfing mm-hmm. so you don't even have to spend as much money as you would spend on airbnb you can do these couch surfing websites and find places to stay that way so there are a lot of interesting things you can do with this sharing economy everything from the way you get around while you're there using uh, like Lyft or Uber or something like that. Uh, I remember being able to get a discounted train pass uh, to get around Europe. So that made things a little bit easier. And there there are just lots of ways that the economy and, and technology has changed the way we get around. So you have options. Yeah, even if you want to stay in the United States, uh, instead of driving around the country, there, there's a lot to explore here in the United States, and you can still get a 
cross-country train ticket for just a couple hundred dollars, much less than flying. You see more, at least, when you when you take the train because you pass through, you know, great locations in the United States. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's certainly much more, it's, it's a much more affordable way to see all the things that you will end up seeing than driving or than flying from place to place. Really, and then another thing to consider as well is, you, know, you don't have to stay in a hotel or an Airbnb or even couch surf. There are lots of places where you can camp if that's your thing. And that can cost a lot less. Yeah, camp campgrounds are, are great. And, you know, we have some friends who have done that. And it's been such an adventure for them. And it even... It's it's even great for their relationship because they spend a lot of time together. They learn more about each other, and they 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 uh, they learn how to deal with each other in, in close proximity <laughs> for for a long period of time. Yeah, so it, it is it's great, and I think too, um, you know, you can apply some of these money saving things to other activities that you might want to engage in with YOLO, uh, especially going out with friends. A lot of the time we think, oh, well, we all have to go out for drinks. But what if you had a game night and just stayed in? Um, you know, board games are kind of seeing a bit of a resurgence and there are a lot of really cool board games out there. Have everybody bring a drink or a treat to share and just have a board game night. And that that can be a great way to enjoy life, live and good friends and good good company, good food. And you don't have to spend a lot of money going out. Yeah, and another aspect of uh, you know going out and having fun, uh, it's going to concerts, going to clubs, dancing, partying. Um, all these things are are great to do, and they don't have to be too expensive. You can find ways to make it affordable. Of course, seeing live music and and is is getting more and more expensive every day, but find ways to make it work. And you know you don't have to always see the top. Uh, the top acts you could always go for some of the go to a jazz club New York Um, that's not going to be that expensive not expensive as seeing uh, Taylor Swift anyway of course (laughs) that's for sure it's different music but hey it's still going out still enjoying live performances and uh, you'll have a great time and you'll see your friends and uh, it's certainly um, you know, you can you can fill your time with things like that and different activities that don't have to be super expensive, but still you're spending great time with your friends. And whether you're in someone's house um, playing board games or whether you're going out finding ways to make it work for you, then, you know, it's it's still a great way to spend the limited time that we have. Yeah. And I think one of the things you do need to consider is, is this what you want to do with your money? And a lot of people are like, I don't have enough money to do this. I don't have enough money to, you know, enjoy life. Uh, But it it kind of also starts with, you know, first of all, what are your, what's your definition of what you need, quote unquote, need to enjoy life? And what are your priorities and, and can you change some things around so that you can start saving up for these YOLO activities? Yeah. And, and while you're doing these things, I think it's important to remember that it's still, regardless of whether you're having fun, you know, still go out and party, do what you want, enjoy life now, but just make sure the choices that you're making are relatively healthy and not only will, will they not damage your finances in the future, but they won't damage your ability to live a long and healthy life in the future. Um, yeah. So it's important to remember that, too. I mean, you know, we That's- 
Drink responsibly, kids. A lot of people say, you know, when you're young, it's it's your opportunity to party, make all the mistakes now, and then you'll live the rest of your life without any regrets. But, uh, you know, these are choices you have to make for yourself. And I just hope that everyone decides to make healthy choices. And there is a little something to be said for making those mistakes. Um, I mean, <laughs> I I made a mistake just a few months ago when I was 35 that, quite frankly, I probably should have made when I was 22. So you, you run into those kinds of situations. Um, although at the same time, I guess I was older, I had really good friends around and, you know, whatever. And so I guess to a certain degree, some of the consequences were probably limited and probably more limited than they would have been if I had been younger. But at the same time, there is there is something to be said for getting out there and living a little bit of life and even making it and even making some stupid decisions. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly a spectrum of stupidity. I mean, <laughs> your situation, Miranda, um, was not all that far down the spectrum i mean that's true it was not truly stupid um getting getting drunk and getting sick is probably pretty early on (laughs) in the spectrum um (laughs) there are a lot of worse things that you could do a lot of things that can damage your health and damage your um psyche uh quite a bit more heavily than that um you know, I'm talking about things like uh, getting ad- addicted to dangerous drugs and things like that. You just want to avoid that as much as possible. And by as much as possible, I mean completely. Um, <laughs> because it's just, you know, recovery is is not good. Um, it's very difficult. And if you have the control right now, then you should take advantage of that control and, and, and not fall into that, not fall into those problems. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think, too, while you're out there yellowing it up, uh, don't forget some of your other responsibilities. Uh, some Sometimes you end up with kids, and it's important to consider those kid-friendly activities. I spent a lot of time in my mid to late 20s um, having my YOLO-type fun being things like, you know, the day at the swimming pool or to the kids museum or, or something like that, or taking short trips because uh, my son had to be kind of eased into the idea of camping and eased into the idea of a long road trip and eased into longer airline flights. And so there's, you know, keep that in mind as well. But just because you have kids doesn't mean you can't go out and have fun. You just have to remember to do it within within a way that helps your kids stay on a healthy schedule, a healthy sleep schedule. They still get enough sleep. They still get the right nutrition and that you do activities that are geared toward them. And, and now that my son's older and he's used to going to museums and he's 13 now, he can handle a cross-country uh, road trip without any trouble. He can handle a five-hour airline flight. He can handle these things now that he's older, but part of the reason he can handle them is because we started young. So if you have kids, that doesn't mean your life is over and you can't YOLO. You just have to kind of change the way you YOLO and make it an effort to slowly introduce your kids to these things as well so you can enjoy them as a family. So how do you change what you enjoy doing? I mean, I think a lot of people, (laughs) a lot of young people who end up with kids um, want to continue living their lives the same way they lived them when they were a teenager. 
<clears throat> well, you know, you're an adult now and you're responsible for another human being. So suck it up. <laughs> I, I, I know that's a terrible thing to say, but to a certain degree, uh, here you are and you are responsible for another human being and you can't go clubbing. I mean, God knows I'd love to be able to just go out on a date when I would like to, but I have a responsibility to my son. So I can't just run off and leave him all the time. Uh, that's just the way it is. And that's part of being an adult is being responsible for what you're responsible for. And um, to a certain degree, it's like, yeah, okay, uh, the Children's Museum isn't super exciting. And maybe you'd rather uh, go to this high flown exhibit. But it, it's not going to help your kids learn to appreciate the museum. And it's not going to help your kids learn to do these things. And so part of that is finding that balance between helping your kids learn to enjoy these things so that you can transition as they get older. And there is a lot of fun involved, too. It just looking at the fun in other things. Take your kid to the splash pad. You might be surprised at how much fun it can be to watch the kids jump around and act like idiots in the water. So I'm thinking that a lot of our audience don't have children. Um, Probably not. So I, one thing that they can think about, though, is either think about their future as a child that they need to take care of or think about the future children that they might have at some point and just consider, well, you know, the choices that I'm making now, am I still going to be able to, um, you know, do what I need to do for this child? And of course, that's going to be very hard if you're not, if you've never been in that position of having children, imagining what it would be like to care for, you know, someone like on that level. Um, but still keeping that in the back of your mind can help trigger some better decisions once in a while. Yeah, and if you if you want children, because not everybody wants children, and that's fine. Uh, you don't have to have children to be an adult. But if you do want a family someday and children is what you're looking forward to, then you do need to be aware of the responsibility and the fact that you're it. You know, if you're going to be a good parent, it should change your life. There are plenty of parents out there who still act like they're, uh, you know, partying all the time, even though I have the, they have children and those children are not getting the care they need. So what are some of the consequences of that? <laughs> well, I, you just end up with children that, um, I mean, there's no set consequences per se because everybody's different in different circumstances and all that. But if you're leaving your child all alone all the time, then they can grow up with their own issues related to how they interact with people, how they have relationships with other people, Um it can lead to depression, to not feeling loved, which can lead to um, addictions to substances, behavioral problems, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, there's, I mean, there's no saying that if you party all the time, your kids are not going to have great lives, but at the same time, it increases the chance because you're not there to help them. All right. So what are some of the things that you can do right now in order to maybe balance uh, your approach to life between living for today and planning for the future? Uh, so I think one of the first things to do is figure out what your most important goals are right now. And we've talked about this in the past. Think about what you want your life to look like five years from now, 10 years from now, and balance that with what you want to do now. So figure out your most important goals, what matters most to you. Uh, read our article, read the article from Harlan about making a life map and make your own life map so that, so that you can figure out what, what's most important to you. 
Sure. And I think in addition to that, thank you for mentioning the life map. Um, I think in, in addition to that, there's uh, if you can make a specific savings plan, um, once you think about those specific things that you want to do, uh, your most important goals, um, come up with a savings plan that's going to get you there based on where your income is now, what your expenses are now and what it's going to take to reach those goals. And along with that, decide what things you can cut out of your budget if there's something you want to do. If you wish you could go out to the club with your friends more often, figure out, you know, what expenses you have that are kind of holding you back. You know, if you'd rather go out to the club than have, you know, pay for lunch every day then stop paying for lunch every day. So you have to money to go to the club. So, so work that out. Yeah, it's, it's all a matter of choice in the end. And, you know, we have to make these choices that are personal to us. We have to realize um, that we have an obligation to ourselves for the future. But at the same time, we still are able to do the things that we want to do for a limited time. That limited time might be 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years even. But still, the time is limited to do certain things, and we need to figure out how we can balance everything to make our lives full of enjoyment and full of meaning. Uh, Yeah, so we also have a listener question, and it is, it seems like everyone I know is doing something exotic, like backpacking in the Andes or, or biking in Europe. How do I avoid feeling bad about my relatively boring life? <laughs> well, this is this is a good question because this is exactly what we see in today's society. Um, uh, everybody is always sharing these wonderful trips and wonderful things that they're doing and enjoying life to the fullest. And we see it all everywhere um, because of social media. That's just a recurring theme in this podcast, isn't it? Social (laughs) media gets involved in everything. And so and not only that, but the the regular mainstream TV media as well. There there are always TV shows about people who um, are wealthier than we are, people who are doing more fun things than Mm -hmm. we are, people who are enjoying life to a better level than we are people who have more interesting drama than we have uh so you know how do you deal with all of that i mean basically just stop comparing yourself to other people because what you see is filtered by what people want you to see so realize that and you should never feel bad um about not living up to some image that some other person or some other group has, because that image is manipulated a hundred percent. And even if it's not, even if you know someone closely and you know their lives and they do more things than you can afford to do, um, you have to just stop comparing yourself because everyone has a different situation. Everyone lives a different way. You may be more concerned about your future than they are, and that's okay. You may be more responsible with your money. You may have more responsibilities to other people than they have. They might have the freedom. You don't know that they don't have you know, an, an, an unlimited source of money coming from a distant relative. There are a lot of situations here that you just don't know, even if you think you know a person well. So just forget about this comparison thing. Um, find things in your life that would make life not boring for you, but don't base it on someone else's life. Base it on the things that you like to do and that you'd get a lot of enjoyment out of. And sometimes you don't know 
what you're going to get enjoyment out of until you do it. So you have to experiment a little bit sometimes and just try different things out. See what, see what works for you. Uh, there are certain things that I wouldn't have thought of doing when I was younger. Um, I didn't think I'd be, you know, seriously doing serious photography shoots and doing lots of portraiture and working with other photographers. I never thought I'd be doing that, but it adds a lot to my life. And I discovered it later on, later on. Yeah, I think that's a good point uh, to always kind of be experimenting a little bit. And even though I, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of getting on in age, but uh, even though I feel like that a little bit, the reality is, is I'm getting a fresh start in a lot of ways. And so I have also been experimenting a little bit with what I can do with uh, what I want to do with my life and where I want to go. And that's something you can do your whole life and not just when you're younger, you can really make YOLO part of your entire life philosophy as long as you're looking at ways to improve your life and feel like you have meaning in your life. Well, thank you for joining us today on Adulting. Be sure to check out our website at adulting.tv and join us next week. Thank you for listening to Adulting. Find resources for this episode or download other episodes at adulting.tv.